Welcome to Stop, Back, and Roll, a podcast that is a big document of all the things you wrote last week that you can't stand to write more of because it's just not as funny as you thought it was. I'm James. And I'm Brandon. Today we'll be talking about how hard game design can be and exploring what it takes to make a rad crawl adventure. We were just griping about the difficulties of game design, and I was like, hey, maybe we should actually bring this right on air. (laughs) Yeah. Because that is relevant, you know? Like, this is a wild thing to be doing as a as a hobby or a small business owner or anything like that. And it's it's rough. And I think being open about that can be really good. Yeah. And especially because we are in like slightly different positions within even yeah. within that, where like totally. you have done a Kickstarter, so you're working on stuff for that. You're like you are a little bit to some to, to varying degrees from time to time trying to like make some money off of games. And I have never tried to do <laughs> that. I just all I want to do is make this game, this one game for myself. To prove that I can. And, uh, yeah. And like, that is also like figuring out motivation and figuring out how you push through yeah. is such a big part of design. Like there, there have been times that, that I was doing design and going like, all right, great. That covered groceries. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and like, that is a stressful place to be in. But also when then you're like, okay, groceries are covered i should sit down and write yeah i think it's really tough <laughs> and and like I, I think i'm in like a maybe not unique but i'm in a i'm in a uh, i'm at the bottom of the motivation tower for that because like <laughs> i don't really i don't really other than like to make a game that like you and jeff stormer can play once and stop har- harassing me <laughs> uh I don't really like I don't feel like this is some great like I, I don't feel like this is like some gift to the gaming community that like this game is is wonderful and so people need to play it. I don't feel the need to like earn money off of this. I will probably charge for it at some point if I ever finish it. But like I don't have a deadline. I don't have a need to make this game other than just I kind of want to. And so yeah, so what I was saying is I I changed my I, I mixed up notion between when we released our last episode and this one, Notion added subgroups into their... I need to put those in still. Into their, into their uh, tables. And yeah. so it's very cool because now in where before I just had a big list of all of the different chapters um, as in individual files. Now I have them in this Kanban board of like things that I haven't started yet, things that are outlined, things that are have no progress or are in progress, things that are ready to be edited, and then things that are completed. And then they're That's grouped cool. by chapter um, yeah. horizontally. And so I can really see like where every every piece of every chapter is. And I'm saying that uh, as I as I have been like one of the hardest parts of this is that I have now reached a point where every one of these cards, which represents like a section of a chapter, uh, has something written in it and so there isn't like a <laughs> there isn't like a single thing i can click on and go cool there's nothing in this file so i'm not going to open it and see something that i hate that i wrote a week ago or a month ago and then there's just, nowhere to hide from your writing yeah there's nowhere to hide from my own writing and my own choices um <laughs> and so i have to just whatever i'm doing i have to i have like some of them don't have a lot of writing but they have outlines or some of them like and and a couple the only couple that are totally empty are things like yeah. the play example which are dependent on me finishing other bits of writing the first things yeah so i can't really do those before i go and do that or like things like the multiplayer rules or alternate rules or rules for mm-hmm. like hacking the game which are all like things that i am not allowed to do until i finish the real rules <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh just getting the text on the paper and like getting it to a point that it's usable, getting it interesting, getting it punchy, all of that is at a completely different skill yeah. from coming up with mechanics, which is a completely different skill from coming up with fiction, which is a completely different skill from layout and editing. And, yeah. and, and a I, lot of people do all of those and it's really tough. One of the things that I have come out of this experience, well, that I'm still in the middle of, <laughs> uh, yeah. of like, well, of the experience of having gotten through the early sections of the game, yeah. which was doing all the game design mechanical stuff, that I, which is the stuff that I'm comfortable doing. 
mm-hmm. I'm not good at it, but I'm comfortable. <laughs> um, uh, and, and into this, like, writing all of this other stuff, I, I now, I forgive every game book that I open up that's, that starts with the <laughs> section that's like, what's role-playing games? How do yeah. you hold a book to read it to learn about the rules? <laughs> because, like... That is inc- like thinking about how to teach someone how to play your game is incredibly hard. Yeah. And I have a hard time doing that dynamically when I'm sitting at a table playtesting this game with someone. Yeah. And to think, okay, now I need to do all of this and answer all of the questions that everyone has ever possibly answered me, but in a coherent way, in yeah. some kind of an order. <laughs> yeah. At some point, you need to like have text on the paper that tells the person how to draw a card and look at it. Yeah. And, and like, and to some extent mine, my game is a little bit hard because it doesn't have a clear beginning. Like the core gameplay mechanic is sort of cyclical yeah. by, by its nature uh, and by yeah. design. It's not like, okay, well, so the way that the, 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 uh, the combat mechanic starts is you all roll initiative. And that's where you yeah. know, like that's where the clearly where the beginning of combat the is. Thing that's starts where you, there. That's where you start yeah. engaging with the that mechanic or like or things like skill checks, which are like small mechanics, or like moves. Yeah. Even moves in a PBTA game are small bits of mechanic. Like my game is one big cyclical thing that just loops over and over again. And how do you start that? <laughs> because you need to in order in order like because even something as simple as like how to choose which route you're going on, you need to have yeah. the context of like what happens when you're on the route. That is one of the weirdest things that I struggled with so hard uh, while I was in the early writing stages of Passion. And like that was with a lot of coaching and handholding of like, what is the correct order to put these things? Because is there one? Probably not. Are there bad ones? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I found a couple of them. And even you and I have on this episodes of this show sat down with my list of my index and, and organized mm-hmm. things. And I've moved things around to the places that like take taking your coaching. Yeah. And I've still sat down and said, I don't know about this. This feels wrong and rearrange stuff around again. And like it's every time I open it, I'm like, oh, I don't love I don't love this. Yeah, it's it's tough to open up a document that has like thousands of your words and have to look at them and go like someone would want these yeah 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 one of the things that i learned is that i have written like four thousand words that's That's awesome that's where this game is right now that is about maybe a little under half nice um so i'm probably looking at a a ten thousand word game that's wild it's it's wild that we produce these things. Yeah, like I mean, often without that's a, that's a big hypothetical ten thousand word game. <laughs> Should I ever finish but like, this? But like the four thousand is 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 wild. Yeah, like if you think of like how much the average person who's not a writer, who's not a game designer, is like sitting down and writing anything. Yeah. You know, yeah. like not like that's like not work related, yeah. let's say. But even in my work job, like I sit around and I go, okay, let's make another slide deck. How can I yeah. bring some pretty yeah. pictures into this? Let's go ahead and, and make this slide slide deck that's gonna be uh just under a hundred words. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole yeah, it's weird. And so like having some compassion for yourself as you like hit upon that is an important thing. Yeah. One of the things that was reassuring. So I previously the way that I had laid this out in Notion was that I had it as just a, a page, which is sort of like the Notion's equivalent of okay. like a literally like a blank page. Um, yeah. And then I had uh, the outline with chapters and then they were just links to the different sections, which were their own pages. So. Okay. But when I have moved now to it to adapt to this uh, Kanban flow chart and and subgroups thing, I've moved it into what what Notion calls a database or a, a, okay. a table, basically. Um, and so it lets you put extra like elements in. This is really probably boring, but it lets you put different elements into each of these chunks. And so previously, where I had just been uh, sort of saying, okay, this section, I have it. I mean, I had been appending the word count to the end of the title of each page. So I oh, could okay. see like, okay, this one is 700 this one is words. This, many, this one yeah. is 800 words. And I've been aiming for like six to 800 words per section. Um, but it's a totally different thing to drop that into like a, a, 
now that there's a now there is a uh, property of each of these pages where that I is have page. Where, that okay. is page that is the word count, and so I can word put count, it. Yeah. I can now look at it in table format and say notion do the math add up how many words i've written in total <laughs> and that 4000 was surprising uh, that's so in, in nice a, to in say. a kind of positive way yeah and that doesn't include yeah, totally. all and that doesn't that doesn't include all of the words i'm realizing now that are on the cards from the cards yeah that's just from the rulebook section and the cards don't have a ton of words but they have there's like 100 they got there's enough. like 250 of them so <laughs> and and they've got more than one word <laughs> and they, yeah they all have more than one word reverse <laughs> So draw two. They all have a they have a fair number of words. They got a lot of words on them, yeah, because they're like well, providing like fictional events that have occurred. Yeah, right now they have no words on them because I have not. Oh, I have not brought over as as part of my. Here's another strategy I use. Um, I just I identified in the year 2020 that I was I was avoiding writing the game book by just fiddling okay. with the cards over and over again. Okay. And so when I when I archived, or so I, I, what I've been doing is making a new version of the document and archiving yeah. the old one. And so when I did that for 2021, I did not bring the cards over. Okay. I, so that you wouldn't, so be, able wouldn't be able to sit down and tinker with them. Sit there and tinker with them. Yeah. It would force me to yeah. write the book. So I haven't looked at the cards in like two years. Yeah. Which is good because they're, they're, they're probably still good. They're, they're, sure they're, good. they're pretty yeah. much done. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Um, thank you very much for for sharing that experience of it because I think that that we have a ton of like you know everyone who listens to this is doing game design. I don't yeah. think that, that there's a whole lot of reason to listen to this if you don't have interest in doing game design, unless you just like the dulcet sounds of our voices, yeah. uh, which is legitimate. This yeah. is the number one place to get as much of our voices as possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so if, if you're a sea witch, if you're relaxing. Now is the time to lay on your back and take deep breaths. You can fall asleep <laughs> to our podcast. If you're driving, don't do that. Don't do that if you're driving. If you're driving, uh, hey, eyes ahead. Yeah. Hey, eyes ahead. Look out. <laughs> James. <laughs> um, don't, don't, look, don't look out. <laughs> you're right, Brandon. Don't look out. Close your eyes. Fall asleep. None of this is advice. None, None of this, this is, is advice. advice. Legally, this is a joke. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I guess the last piece that I'm still kind of writing is the 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 end, ending the contract, which is pretty much we've uh, we. I mean, we the last time we, I mean, we designed this together, yeah. so it was like it's going to be a point buy system of things you buy. There's a li- I had a couple conversations Charmander. in our. I had a, a little bit of yeah, my Charmander. It's still on the list. Um, I, I've had a couple conversations with people in in the Discord actually about like how specific or vague those things mm. should be. Yeah, I still tend to think that they should be specific because everything else in this game is very specific. Yeah, uh, and just pulls the weirdness of my brain together. And so I would rather give people specific things to choose from. Yeah, um, people can hack it if they yeah if they need a more general list certainly change the the basic options is the easiest thing to do even just on the fly yeah Yeah. um so yeah that 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 is really the end of the mechanical design for the game that's fortunately well well yeah it's awesome but also unfortunately that was the interesting part that was driving me forward and so now i'm just like okay now (laughs) i have to write four paragraphs like the two paragraphs that describe how you do the thing or like yeah rule like and (laughs) this is the thing is like i'm not this game is is very like to to the point of the like the person who writes the like paragraph of what is a tabletop role-playing game in the beginning of their book like i'm like i have a section in the rules that is like draw a card and so like what level of detail do i need to explain that's enough like 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 use your fingers to pick up a card or use your manipulators to pick up a to pick up a card from the deck and hold them in your hand don't show them to the other person is like probably too much detail that's too much detail like but like is draw a card enough james here's here's the sentence draw a card without showing your partner okay yeah you're done that's that's that line but where does again but where does that go what section does that go in there's like four sections because you're right up top (laughs) no no yeah but figuring out what section it goes into but like going like doing really simplistic writing simplistic writing is totally overrated is underrated yeah oh yeah yeah uh like these are technical documents that we're creating some of them are also uh poems and lyrics and wonderful things to read but 
for people that have games that they want people to play, they are also technical documents. Yeah. And so there's a there's a point that the core thing you got to get across if you want people to play it is how does it work? And and for what it's worth, I'm generally pretty decent at that. I my, my I'm sure. my my dad was in marketing. He whenever he edited my papers when I was in high school, he would he he shook the the the, <laughs> the flowery writing out of me. Uh, I gained it back a little bit in in college when he wasn't around to edit and force me to rewrite papers. But uh, my problem in in college was actually writing enough because I would just be very like terse and to the point. The and space it, between is a land of contrast. Yes. And so <laughs> it is. It's something. But yeah, it's, it's it's good to it's good to like look at that. Yeah. Um. Briefly, uh, we had a goal four weeks ago to put out a product. Uh, mm. Chase the Hollow came out. Uh, it's available on my itch, bleongambetta.itch.io. Uh, and it's spooky and fun, but it needs a, a round of revisions. Um, I got a bunch of really helpful play uh play advice on it. Um. Uh, the Dark Fiddler gave me like an incredible document that is just tons of information that is going to be so helpful. Uh, they, they thank you so much. Uh, and uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have a whole lot to say about that right now, except that I want to do more spooky games with that, and that it's out there. That the, and the, it's the, out the, there. People were interested in the thing we were talking about last time. It's out there. Yeah. You can go buy it. Um, I started translating my Gate to Tranquility quest cool book. Um, I ran into the problem that the the story, like the fr- the story framework of what I had mm-hmm. written, was not generic enough. <laughs> um, okay, because I had des- so the, what I when I ran this, it was a one shot, and so I said, "Here's yeah. the world." You have like yeah. we've we sort of collaborated a little bit because I know what your characters are, but uh, but here's the situation that you're in, and it was fine for us because it was a one shot for me to say, let's just pretend you had previously done these things, but because yeah. I want this to be something that you can grab and run by itself, like I did, or okay. slot into an ongoing campaign, I need to then make it a little bit more generic, generic, yeah, yeah, and and cool, plan cool. for some hooks. So I I had to spend That's a little good time. That you found that I had to spend a little time doing that spend a little time stripping some of the the proper nouns from the quest book out of it <laughs> i can't use like their default city names i had to come up with my own which is fine yeah um and uh, you might be able to quest has a well, super but I, open but i didn't want to license. Like, well, you didn't want i, to. I okay. used some of the names from their prompt like they have a big uh table of prompts for how to set your world and so I didn't want okay, to, okay. not even, not for legal reasons, but because you may have already used them. Used that I space, wanted to yeah. not have to, I didn't want to do that. Um, so I changed those. And then I had, there were some problems with the story <laughs> because I ran okay. it as a quick one shot. And so I did a little bit of, of work on that. Um, I have it as, as I have, I have it outlined now. Um, so that's great. Yeah. And none of this is about like getting your name on a leaderboard. All of this yeah. is about like, you know making a making a cool thing so let's talk about a cool thing that we wanted to talk about the topic of our oh my gosh a third of the way through the episode the topic of the what we're going to talk about just before we leave i am now looking at my notes for this the gate to tranquility and i in the index i wrote a sleepy clock to slow down and i do not Mm. have any context for that i do not know what i meant me neither. Um, <laughs> hmm. Well, all right. Sometimes it, it's sometimes a mystery. It's, like that. <laughs> it's a mystery to everyone. Uh, so what we decided we we're going to talk about is uh, it's a rad crawl thing. And it's looking at how crawls are made and what that looks like if we're starting to think about traps or puzzles or things like that. Yeah, because I so I had said. I said, hey, what are we talking about today? <laughs> and Brandon said, I have some ideas. How do you feel about these things? And I said, well, so one of the things that I've been interested in with Radcrawl, now that we're like, you're getting further along in the rules yeah. layout and stuff, is like, so we've talked about what are the core mechanics for the players? Like, what are their stats? Yeah. What are, how do their items work? That sort of thing. And and then by extension, the mechanics for some of the, monster the monsters talk. because they use some of yeah. the same mechanics. And so... Yeah. I have a rough idea of like what a map looks like 
And yeah. so then if if a map is more than just here are five rooms with four monsters each and then just do combat, what does that look like? What is what yeah. does the rules for the rest of the the stuff, the traps, the the puzzles, the other things? Uh what does that look like if you were going to sit down and write a crawl? Perfect. Well, uh I have I've sent you I've sent you the rad crawl document. Yes. And maybe we can include a couple couple page like a we'll we'll post up a uh, a screenshot of this. What um, is a blatherskite dropout? Uh blatherskite is the let me make sure I've got the right, let me make sure I've got the right uh high wizards of the immortal aristocracy. Don't impress okay. so much. Yes. So, um so this is a this is kind of a this is a fun thing I haven't talked about much on air with this. There's two other games that are coming out that are based in this same kind of like uh we've started to call it post dungeon fantasy. Mm-hmm. That it's like fantasy world that you're like doing dungeons, but the dungeons are kind of like constructed setups and like they aren't <laughs> really what yeah. we're doing. Um and those are uh uh, dungeon diving TV, dungeon delving TV, and uh, high magic low lives, which is getting a second edition. Mm. And so, uh, the designers to all three of those games have a little Discord chat that we're in together, uh, and we are borrowing each other's concepts and sticking them <laughs> in all over the place. Nice, I love that to kind of make that feel a little, a little connected. And uh, so, Blatherskite uh, University. I think it's university, uh, is a uh, wizard school from High Magic Low Lives. And so uh, that is that to make kind of those connections between those games. <laughs> yeah, I see that. I do see that one of the other, other technique cards is verified on Dungeon Delvers TV. Yeah. <laughs> which is great. Um, and those are like, there's going to be much more than just a couple techniques to connect stuff because. That is, it has just been so fun. It's been because uh, I've just been like spitting ideas back for, back and forth with all of them, and uh, I'll be talking up those games as they as the second edition comes out and as the uh, as the first edition comes out for uh, DD.TV. I do like this font you've chosen, though. Thank you, thank you. The like it's, the, he- uh, the headline font. I I felt like it looked uh, uh, fantasy ish. It does, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> Look like so. This is thrilling uh, yeah. audio content. Um, I'm realizing that th- now that this, after I have complimented you on your font choice, this looks like this says on your turn and not on your tum. <laughs> I thought it was uh, about no. being a uh, an adventurer. No, no, it is. It is. Uh, it's the. It's like what you eat as an adventurer. It's when you lie down on your stomach as an adventurer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this de- that's definitely I grabbed I, I, like I grabbed a handful of fonts and ran with them. I assumed I knew, it was I'm doing the, all this in layout. The, it was the crawling part of of dungeon it's the crawl, crawl. rad crawl. It's on your tongue. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a fictional. That's a fixable font issue. It's just some current. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'll, I'm I'm probably not going to use these same fonts. These are just fonts that I grabbed for right now. But yes, oh. <laughs> let's talk about. <laughs> maps dungeons uh, crawls yeah so so for now so basically uh anytime you're going into this you're grabbing a crawl it could be just like a map from a different game that you're throwing together some ideas for but having like an actual crawl in mind is the intention because uh that's where you get like basically there's tables that help you generate stuff so if you turn to chap uh to chapter <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, that's this 19, 19 page PDF with its yeah. chapters to uh, chapter 12. Uh, uh, this is like the beginning of one of the them. Mercurial Menagerie of Wizard Name, otherwise known as Zeta Alpha Rho Public House and Battle Arena. Yeah, so th- that's this. This is a crawl. I've, I'm renaming it slightly. Love I've the, come up love with a wizard the, name. I love the Menagerie of Wizard Name. It's a uh, it's a uh, Maximolus. Don't don't tell uh, people his their real name. Uh, I have to, because there's a different twist. Wizard names are very powerful things. Wizard names are very powerful, and unfortunately, Maximolus has gone ahead and told everybody. Um, so basically, 
uh, if you scroll down, you can start to see like how a crawl is laid out. Okay. That you have your announcer. Each crawl will come with an announcer, but those can be swapped in and out at your at, at your discretion. Uh, with an audience, uh, and the audience reactions that the mm. audience can have. So, like this one is a uh, the audience is watching you from a wizard tavern, and so like they uh like when there's cool wizard stuff, and they don't like when boring <laughs> non magical stuff happens. That's funny. and they throw magical tomatoes at you <laughs> uh through the portal if they uh if you make them. If you make them angry or if you make them happy, then you can use that for your advantage. The audience hurls wet enchanted fruit at your target. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. So, uh, so th- that's like, so that's the, the basic, uh, those are the basic things that kind of set the entire <laughs> adventure. I love that. That's such a good setting. Thank you. I'm really pumped about it. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to, I'm starting to like fine tune it a little bit more. Um, but this is going to be, this should be nice and, there's going to be lots of explosions. There's going to be a lot of mutant animals. Um, it's going to be fun. Uh, so if you turn to uh, page 15, this is what yeah. we'll post online. Um, it needs to be redone a little bit because I've fine-tuned the idea. The room one generation. And so what we have this, if you aren't looking at it, is it's two tables. One of them is for objects or features. I think I've m- renamed them features, but didn't change the word objects. Mm. And the other is mobs. Uh, and what you'll do is you'll roll these like a drop table. Okay. So you'll have your little map in front of you. And you roll your dice on your map. And so that creates what is going on on your map. So for this room one, it is like, it's like an entrance hall. Um, I, I don't have... Uh, a nice version of the map yet. I just have the hand uh, drawn version, but it's a nice, it's a, it's like a big open, uh, I think a circular entrance hall Mm -hmm. and you'll get three uh, objects and four mobs. And so you just roll those on the table, you roll those right on the map and then you like put the little minis there, your little standees or whatever you're using Uh, tokens. If you're doing it online. Oh, so wait, sorry. So you're rolling, you're rolling the dice on the map. Yes, on the map to place itself. Place the thing on the map. Oh, okay. Exactly. I was thinking so, rolling on top of this table. <laughs> oh no, no, right on the map because it's telling you yeah, where, where it is on the map. Is. I was like, because as you're rolling on this, then what is the point of having result numbers here? I was trying to figure yeah. out what you were doing. <laughs> no, okay, that makes sense. Yes, you're rolling, and then the one to eight or one to six or three to eight three tells to you what it is. Six, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I like that. So, like, if you roll a. Uh, if you roll a two on your object table, you get a little, there's a mirror there, like a standing mirror that you can hide behind and f- spells can de- get deflected from. Yeah. Uh, I like the magic and, missile launcher. Thank you. <laughs> Actually, I think my favorite on this list is the dry bar. The, I feel like a dry bar is a fun thing to have. Uh, and, and it's just somewhere in the area. And if you hit it, yeah. uh, it blows up because that's fun. Yeah. And, um, what and so expect. that's kind of, oh, oh. Wait, pause real quick. This can go in the episode. Uh, Baby LG just apparently uh, said, that's Uncle James in there. <laughs> that's funny. Because <laughs> she knows <laughs> she knows who I'm talking to. Oh, that's so cute. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, babies. Uh, <laughs> sorry, brief tangent there. Um, and so that is how you get your, your monsters. It's how you get the different things going on in the space. So, uh, one of the crawls that is going to come with the first, uh, with the first version of it is going to be like a super trap filled dungeon. And so it will have more things that are like specifically trap stuff. Yeah. Oh, um, you know what? I have a, yeah. So I have, I have a thought. Okay. You know how earlier when I said I'm bad at coming up with uh, mechanics on with the spot? Mechanics? I have come up yeah. with a cool idea. Okay. Um, so, just to confirm that we're on the same page, is the yeah. idea that you would play through this crawl more than once with the same character, perhaps? Potentially, yes. Because, yeah. like, because, it, because the pitch is that this is like a, it's like a TV show, it's a constructed yeah. dungeon, and so you might go back in a couple times and it would be slightly set up differently or whatever. Exactly. Um, yeah. So like if you haven't beaten it, 
it's just re-rolled a different way um, and like set up with a new kind of challenge and stuff like that. And if you've beaten it, then they make it harder. And so I was thinking, I was thinking, how could you do... So like the things that I'm seeing on this room are very cool, but they are still just kind of like, a, here are four mobs and three room elements and not yeah. exactly this, the, the like the puzzle stuff that I've written in, yeah. in like my quest game uh quest adventure and i was thinking about how you would do like something that was the equivalent of like uh a like a magical thing in the middle of the room that had four elements scattered around the room that you needed to find and identify and like turn or twist sort of escape room style to activate the thing in the middle and because what would happen if you just like didn't roll that thing right and i think that the answer is it's not there or like like i love i kind of love the idea that if you have like uh if you have like if you have like a um i'm thinking of the thing at the end of uh the fifth element um spoilers the fifth element where you have like four pillars that need you to do some kind of a a magical thing to and then there's a and then it activates a thing in the center but if you like don't roll one of those things or i think even the better way to do it would just be like roll four dice and yeah. where the dice are are where the the those things that you interact with those plinths or whatever that you re- interact with but then the number you roll determines the like the house what what's their status like are they broken are they functional are oh, they that's nice. are they are they destroyed and so maybe yeah. you roll and they're all perfect like they're all functional and then you can kind of like clearly read the the writing and solve the thing but sometimes yeah. when you kind of came in the last group that came through here broke them more than they just should have really ruined and stuff. just really ruined it and they haven't fixed it yet <laughs> and so like you have to like okay so i've identified that like this is a cool thing that we want to come back and try to do later but we're gonna have to come back and do it again because it's broken now. yeah because and like you could even because like the nice thing about having these crawls be like really contained is that that can just be a rule for this crawl. Like, uh, Mm -hmm. this specific one has a lot of big open windows and the crawl is floating hundreds of feet above Mm. the city. And so there's going to be rules about, like, what happens when you go stumbling into... And it has stuff that pushes you back pretty often. (laughs) Uh, And so it's got rules for, like, what happens if you go out... If you slam into a window at full speed. Um, And, like, the rules for falling will probably be a core thing to the game uh in this case it's if you fall you you know you make a dexterity save and if you fail that you die um because you fall a couple hundred feet Mm -hmm. uh but uh but like that's kind of like contained within the crawl yeah and so you can do things where it says like you know uh you could say like roll 44 and have like four levels of brokenness of uh brokenness on it and that's just done. You've got it. Perfect. Yeah. Like if the solution that's to really the puzzle, neat. I like that a lot. If the solution to the puzzle is just like not there because you didn't roll it, even then, like yeah. you just it's not there. You can't figure it out. Like you're missing. Yeah. A piece. And then you, then the only thing you'd want to do, you probably want to be able to get through even without. Yeah. Yeah. No. The puzzle. It would be it would be like a puzzle that activated a shortcut or a special magical effect. Yeah. Like uh, a, a secret room that gives you some additional advantage. Yeah. A coin or, room. A coin room, yeah. <laughs> or a thing that it's like, uh, hey, if you haven't turned off the spinning blades, then you need to go through the spinning blades. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like, like that's that's exactly what's making me really excited about this, is that you can have effects that are on the map and in the room, or you can have effects that are on the table. Yeah, and, so like, and because you're, because of the way that you're doing sort of this page, probably page per room, uh... Like, the tables don't have to be the same. They don't have to be the same format. Yeah. They don't have to look the same. They can be totally different. <laughs> totally. And you can have a room that uh, that is different. And, like, that's going to be a constructed thing that's obvious from any crawl you pick up. Because the kind of default is that rooms one through three are mob rooms. Mm-hmm. That you're, like, fighting some, you're fighting some, some baddies. To, yeah, yeah. To, to get some momentum, give you the chance to get uh, get some magic items because after each room is when you get your treasure. Uh, and, like, you know, to lower your resources a little bit. Uh, and then there's a sub-boss in room four. And a boss in room five. Um, and so, like, 
spoilers for this crawl, I guess. Although it's part of the, it'll be part of the like uh, advertised material. Uh, in room four, you're fighting like the pommel ball, which is like the football team uh, of this <laughs> uh, wizard group. Uh, and so that will be the same enemies every time. Yeah. And so they'll probably be in like in position on the map. Like they don't need to be rolled in any specific place. Yeah. They're, cause uh, they're in a formation. Because they're in formation. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it might be worthwhile to like roll some other effect. What does the ball do? Yeah. Um, there will be a thing that this will be a thing that you your intention is just to fight and defeat them. Their intention is just to fight and defeat you. But there will be a ball there. That you're able to bring to the end zone and get a magical effect. Oh, that's good. Uh, and so, like, that is obviously something that in 99% of Radcrawl rooms <laughs> does not matter. We're not going to put it as a subtable oh, that you can pull out. That gives you a lot of, like, like that gives you a lot of cool room to do, like, when you have that kind of theming. Like, I'm thinking about how um, there's... This is, this is going to be a weird pull. But there's, there's a... Um, there's a uh, in the game Overwatch, <laughs> the the video game that we've talked about most on this on this podcast. Um, there are there's at least one starting area for one of the groups yeah. where there's a basketball and a hoop that's just like on like because you're starting in like a living area that's just there yeah and and you can like shoot it in the right way and you can get it up into the thing and it's like what if there's just like if you like you go into a room and there's just like a, a a tavern an empty tavern room that's just been repurposed for this this the game and maybe there's like part of the the the, the whatever the the magic football team but then there happens to be like a, a net and a basketball lying around and if you just think to grab the ball to and dunk that it thing. then like as yeah. a joke or as a goof then it gives you a bonus and you could just put that yeah. in the in the notes like if anyone puts the puts the ball through the hoop do this this effect and like don't tell them don't don't like you can just hide it it's just there and like you can this this game i'm i am like i am the most on my bs with this mm -hmm. game like i am just i am anytime i have a thought that i'm like i love this i'm just going for it and uh, that is like also being encouraged by my other uh post fantasy dungeon crawler people and i think that like but like there's going to be there's going to be unlockables yeah, and achievements yeah and i think like so some of it is that. like <laughs> some of it is like you wouldn't want to put like a you wouldn't want to spend a lot of time on like a random magical effect for if someone dunks a basketball you know like in the in the toy basket in one yeah. room of a of a dungeon if they were going to like go through it once and never come back but if it, yeah. this is the thing that they're going to come through of like someone will eventually dunk the basketball <laughs> And then some cool thing will happen. And then and they'll go like, oh. And then the cool thing is they'll know. So then if they yeah. go play at a con or with a different group of friends, they'll do it and be like, hey, watch this. Hey, watch this. Dunk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so th that's one of the things I'm having a ton of fun with is just doing stuff where it's like, hey, here's a weird thing that happens. Um, And so like building that out and finding like the, the I think the hardest thing is just figuring out your theme mm -hmm. and really strictly sticking to the theme. I like this wizard in a mascot suit is one of the mobs. Wizard, wizard in a mascot that's that's a, one of the uh that's one of the the possible mobs. And there's a, there's uh, a table to roll on to tell to determine what kind of mascot. Yeah, I'm I'm probably also going to expand all of these monster stat blocks a little bit. Roll a dice. I got a cat mascot. A cat mascot. Okay. Those are also will probably give a little ability each of some kind. Yeah. I like that a lot though. Even if it's just theming, I like it. Yeah. Um I actually I think I need to change those because since then I have discovered the animal, the Caligreyhound. Oh. Which is a uh a a heraldic uh fictional beast. That Ooh. is uh, that is, uh the head of a wild cat, the torso of a deer, the claws of an eagle, ox hooves, antlers, the hind legs of a lion, and the tail of a poodle. Yeah, that's an animal. So there's my table right there <laughs> for what the mascot is. I like this. This is a good beast. It's a good beast, right? More or less, I need to get the map into like a usable digital format, mm -hmm. are, which has been... Are the rooms changing order? Or like I know you said uh, like the first three rooms will probably always be the same. So th they're shaped a little differently. 
Um, it probably depends. For me, for simplicity's sake, I'm going like this front room is the entrance hall. Uh, the second room is like a bridge across like open space. I guess the beauty of this is that it could be different for each crawl. <laughs> Yeah, and like you, you really can play around with that. And like you could say, like, "Hey, this is an eight-room-long crawl." Yeah, and there's nothing stopping you from doing that. Um, and so like basically just playing with each of those things, it's all meant to be like really toolboxy, so that you can pretty easily go like, "Hey, uh, you go to the you you go to do the uh, the menagerie, and when you arrive there, the tavern has no wizards in it." It's filled with skeleton warriors, and that's what the audience is this time. You're like, hunk, mm. that's different. Let's go. I I've been thinking. I think I realized that what I've been thinking about is Loki is using the uh, the tiles from uh, uh, Betrayal of the House of the Hill as a way of randomly pulling a map. <laughs> you just totally could. Um, th- those would be tight rooms. Well, I think you wouldn't um, play on them. You would just oh, just as to like, give a, like the idea, just to, the concept. Yeah, to, you you basically you would use those as like the mini map, and then that's that's fun. And then and then uh, and then build out the rest of yeah. the, the the dungeon. That'd be a lot of fun, honestly. That'd be like a cool project to do. Yeah. Uh, a, um, there's tons over. of little map makers, that, and like with those little map makers, uh, you could just throw some tables on any of them, you know, yeah. and describe it in whatever the theme way is and uh go from there <laughs> you could almost just use betrayal in the house of the hill like there's like there's there's cool effects that happen in that game there's cool items you get all you'd have to do is just go through and like anytime there's a weird monster just stat out the monster it would be like a low combat rad crawl <laughs> Yeah, it'd be very low, rad. very low, <laughs> very, very low, low rads, but uh, but very high crawl. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's adaptable. That's funny. That's funny, and like that—that's kind of the hope is that people take these concepts and and run with them in whatever weird way they want. Um, I I know at this point what the second crawl is going to be. Um, it's going to be uh basically like an arcade cabinet. Mm. Uh, that has like all sorts of spirits in like robotic bodies, um, mm. and the big concept from the, the big concept from this is that everything explodes all the darn time, because <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and you've got like weird combination animals, and that one is going to be just that things fling you around, and that there's like traps all over the place, um, so like lots of, like spinning blades. It's good. It's very um. Battle bots inspired. Nice. Yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, uh, and something wanna... like you on your turn, you, you give someone a shove and they bounce off of a bouncy thing and f- <laughs> fling twelve like blocks around the space. This is like it's like I was thinking it's this is freeform enough that you could do one that was like one room. Yeah, that was like an arena that then had like things come out of the walls. Yeah, kind of literally battle bot style totally and like like that is what i'm really excited i'm excited to get this first one out yeah so that so that first off so i've got one that i can go like this is the concept and yeah and secondly so that i can start working on weirder stuff yeah maybe i should try to write one i i'd love it if you did <laughs> i need more things to procrastinate my other things with yeah exactly it's important to have that <laughs> it's become too easy to procrastinate on things that i <laughs> that i'm already doing i need uh i need other things I need to to raise the difficulty of the procrastination. Yeah. yeah <laughs> need a yeah. challenge. Um and uh and then the the boss is gonna be a little more complicated. Um it's I'm gonna encourage like a lot of video game design kind of stuff and go like, hey, your boss should be if your boss is one unit, it should be taking multiple turns. Uh your boss should be weird and huge and gigantic. It can have multiple forms. And really just encourage that kind of thinking. I like Alcatom- Alcatomaton, the keg construct. <laughs> I think someone gave that to me uh, when I was streaming working on this. Wizard, jock, gargoyle, skeleton, butler, manticore. And then I'm going to add more. I need more 
weird mutated mon- uh, monsters. Yeah. Because that's part of the concept. Uh, good. Like and then, of course, the needless to say, the the end boss is the Cali Greyhound. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. But like a giant dire one. <laughs> From above, the pounding sounds of someone DJing poorly can be heard shaking the very stones of the floating castle. <laughs> this is good. Thank you. Thank I you. I like this a lot. I like this. I like this setting. I think. I like the. I like the the, the post. What are you calling it? Post dungeon. Post dungeon fantasy. It's good. It's a. It's really. It's really fun stuff to to go into because like you can start to go like. What are the things that are silly about D and D, and like let's just fully embrace that. Yeah, yeah. Um, because wizard wizards are ridiculous. Yeah, you know, like these ancient ancient uh, white beard dudes suddenly going on adventures after being in magic school for two hundred years yeah. or something. Like, who are these guys? <laughs> what is this nonsense? <laughs> Yeah, they're big nerds. <laughs> they're a bunch of big nerds. Um, and of course, and their their pommel ball team is big nerds. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I like I like this a lot. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of like little things that you can do that just kind of like this. I think hits what it does is it hits the same. The thing that I've like come around on really liking is is that kind of like of um designing for serendipity. For like the thing that mm-hmm. I discovered with with uh, with uh, a space between was like if you just throw cards at people that have cool prompts, they'll interact in interesting and different ways. And so all yeah. you do is like like a stack of books and a ma- and like a and a standing mirror and a dry bar and like those will all like those are all maybe not super engaging on their own, but if you say roll four of them on a map, like you'll get yeah. they'll be slightly different every time, and the way they come together will tell a story that you didn't intend why is the standing mirror next to the dry bar what was going on yeah and like the the day that you're playing and your one of your players like looks at the map and says like if i shoot uh if i shoot a beam through this portal and hit that mirror i can blow up the dry bar that three different people are standing next to yeah like that's so much fun yeah um, you should include uh, <laughs> a room that has a portal to the bar that all of the audience members are watching in so that they can, <laughs> or it's like not, maybe not a portal big enough for them to get through, but a portal big enough for you to get a drink through. Oh, okay. I could see that. <laughs> so you can reach through and get a drink. Yeah. 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 I have been playing with the idea that like, between rooms three and four, there should be a non-combat room mm-hmm. that has like some kind of little, little something in it, <laughs> like a, a trophy cabinet. The trophy cabinet is uh, actually going to be a full room now. Okay. Uh, it's it's entry. The way I'm currently looking, I've got entry room. Uh, this like awful bridge that is going to definitely kill a lot of players. <laughs> it's going to be real bad. <laughs> Uh, and then like a trophy hall with like a big TV. Uh, and uh, I love, I'm sorry, I love that this is going to end up being like the weirdest, dumbest West Marches game. <laughs> it's going to be so good. Because <laughs> the players will sit around and be like, well, what stupid dungeon do we want to kill us what today? Stupid dun- yeah, exactly. Can we, can we get, do you think we can get through the, the, the stupid the jock wizard thing? No, there's no, that, there's that, the there's that, horrible, br- there's that horrible bridge. <laughs> we can bridge. never get past that bridge. Uh, let's try Love something that. else. Let's go to the arcade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and eventually I'll make one of these that isn't just like extremely punishing. <laughs> and And because they're so easy for the GM to run... Like the GM can just stick them out on the table. You can just be like, like, here are the ones that I'm interested in running. Yeah. Pick one. Decide between you. Where is your group going? Yeah. Or that the players can say, Hey, we want to go back to that one. We ran three sessions ago. Can you bring that to the next session? Yeah. We want to try it again. And and I'm going to, I'm going to make sure there's like a spreadsheet available that has like, lets you like check off your progress. Mm -hmm. Um, which will, which will also, I'm I'm working out exactly how I want to do this, but it's going to have unlockables. Um, 
in a couple different ways. <laughs> what it should be. <laughs> it should be um, one of those. It should be a, 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 an in-universe punch card thing. <laughs> like, complete this dungeon four That's times so and you get a sub free. <laughs> <laughs> or you get a you get a you get a free drink or something that's that changes the that changes the way that you play and that's the motivation to yeah. go back. That's why you go back. <laughs> it's like one part track all the the dungeons you've gone to. One part, yeah, get a free sandwich. As you draw up to the castle, someone brings you a free sub. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. But like that's also going to be like this is this is why I'm saying like I'm fully on my BS. Like when you defeat one of the defeating of this crawl is going to give you access to the uh to Maximolus's pommel ball team. Mm-hmm. Uh in some kind of way, like some kind of ability that they have um for you to use on your pommel ball players. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's that's good. I like this a lot. I love how dumb this game is, and I it's so dumb. It's dumb in the best way. Did you play Mega Man X? I parts of it. Okay, in Mega Man X, if you defeat certain levels, other levels change. Oh, interesting. And that is a thing that I definitely want to do. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, just uh, just making this fully ridiculous is like a huge, huge goal. Like, if you've defeated the the pommel ball team here, then there won't be a pommel ball guy in this other dungeon, or like there yeah, there'll be yeah. more of them depending there'll on whether more, or not yeah. they're they're just whether depending on whether they've decided to go train or uh, they're just like all roaming the world randomly now. Yeah, if you beat the arcade, there's like a giant silver ball in one of the other in one of the other crawls that has been like displaced by you defeating the arcade. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's Which is again just another layer of like just weird silliness meant to make you question stuff again. You know, you, you get the giant you get the giant silver ball here and you can roll it right down that bridge is that a thing that you think is a feature of so okay so giant silver ball that does a does a weird thing is that a a piece of mechanic is that a piece of like game that comes with the arcade game crawl or that is or is that built into the 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 tavern wizard tavern crawl like that says if you have done this in this other adventure than or is it like a te- I think if you beat this tear away this tear away the piece of paper and then oh god i wish i could do that <laughs> the gm can use this uh needs needs stickers um i think what i'm probably going to do at least initially <laughs> red crawl legacies red crawl legacy that's pretty much i mean that has been because it feels to me like it should be a thing that's part of the it, it feels to me like it should be part of the arcade that it's a yeah. little bit at the end that says, hey, GMs, if your players beat this, then here is a little yeah. stat block that you can put into any room in any other ar- in any other crawl at your discretion. Yeah. I think that'll be what it is for the most part. Um, if it is like a specific thing for some reason, then I'll probably include it in both. Mm-hmm. You know, if it is like a thing that this dungeon specifically affects this other dungeon. Yeah then I'd probably have a note in both of them. Which maybe um, there's a cool way you could do that. Like if you're, especially if you're building map packs or crawl packs or whatever, yeah. then maybe it's like you find a silver ball in, yeah. in the, in the tavern and it doesn't do anything. But if you hang on to it, then you'll, you can mm. use it in the, in the pinball machine in the arcade. Yeah. That's cool. So for a special effect. And like just trying to keep it all, Trying to keep it all really contained in the thing that it is, is where I think is going to make magic start to happen. Yeah. Um. Like, I I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be that you need to pick X technique. Yeah. In order to make this crawl work. 
No, it should always you know? be like a you see the silver ball in the tavern and, and you don't understand what it's for, so you leave it. Yeah. But then you go to the the arcade and you're like, oh gee, this would be cool if I I wonder what this 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 machine does if I had to put the silver ball in it. And then the next time exactly. you go back and you run the tavern dungeon, and so then you get the silver ball, and then it's all just like you're just playing to to find the weird buttons to push at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Definitely. That is fully what I'm going for and hoping that it stays nice and weird and bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with lots of like, and one thing I want to do is like, you know, if other people start writing stuff, I want you to reach out to me so I can make connections between different things and work with you and hype you up and everything like that as well. Hmm. Yeah. 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 I could definitely, so are you going to make a crawl? I might, I might, <laughs> I could definitely see a, um, do like a rad crawl crawl jam where you come oh, up with some so kind of a theme like here and you yeah. put your theme is like here is a monster that's in each of these crawls or here yeah. is an item or like <laughs> something like that um and then everyone just puts in that way everyone is creating a whole unique crawl that is linked in some way god that'd be so much fun yeah <sighs> yeah yeah i like that i'm and like I'm I'm having so much fun doing this. Like I I don't know how playable this game is. There's going to be a lot of balance questions. Um like I've picked numbers fully randomly. I have no well, idea if they work or not. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Um but uh but I'm so pumped to just get it to the table. Yeah. And like see what happens the first time that like see what happens the first time someone goes like, "Wait, I can make magical tomatoes fly fly from the ceiling to attack my enemies like yeah yeah because you you didn't a thing the audience like well anytime this gets close to being playtestable i want to play test it i'm around oh let me know absolutely i'm i'm very excited to play test i'm a little tempted to try to put together like an online play-by-post mm. play test just to try out just to like see what see if things work even a little bit uh but I should probably just be patient and finish the thing yeah. so I can just bring it to a table with us. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're there. I think we're, I think we might be at the end of this episode. I think we might I think be. We've talked about a might. lot. I'm just like looking at this and like staring at it. Yeah. Wanting to <laughs> mess with more things. We're either, we're either going to have to end the episode now or start working on this in genuine right on the episode. And I think we probably don't have enough time <laughs> to start working on it on the episode. So yeah, no, I don't think so. Um, maybe I will try to sketch out a rough map. Cause I also would like to dabble in some maps. Maybe I'll try to come up with a cool. theme. Yeah. Come up with a theme. And cause if you come up with a theme, then we can start like jumping into doing some weird stuff with it. Yeah. And like, with like i've been thinking of the like the D D book model um that like when an adventure comes like not when an adventure comes out but when like a book comes out it has like it has monsters it has classes it has a uh, uh, magic items and so like i'm having some fun going like this crawl tells me that these things exist in the world yeah and like doing some building around that too I'm going to have a map at some point, like a world map. Yeah. Stick cities in it. This yeah. Game's going to be lore deep <laughs> if you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. I think that if you want it to be is is like the key to this. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah. I mean, the other thing that they do that, you, that would be cool would be um, uh, whenever they release a new D&D book, they tend to do a like a, an all day live stream event. Oh, that'd be so much fun. Get a bunch of people, like, again, do a rad, do a rad crawl, crawl jam, and then at the end yeah. of the jam, uh, everybody runs somebody else's game, or everybody runs somebody else's crawl for a different group, or one group trying to make it all the way through. Trying to get mix all the way through. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> and then, yeah, hype everything up, get people to sell, buy stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm excited about this. It's a lot of fun. And uh, hopefully you're excited about it, too, because it's unfortunately the big thing I'm working on, uh, you know, <laughs> apart from the the other big thing that we all know about. Yeah. Ghostwriting a space right. between. Ghostwriting a space between. Exactly. So if you have a good idea for a crawl or a thing that you want to see somebody write as a crawl, 
you can hit us up on Twitter where we are together at Stop Hack and Roll or individually I am at End the Meltdowns. And I'm at B. Leon Gambetta. And I'm also dead serious. If you've got a concept that you want to pitch and like you want help getting stuff started out, <laughs> let me know because I would love to help teach someone what I'm doing with this so that they can so I can start seeing what is going on with it. Yeah. Uh, you can find. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, maybe actually what we should do is endeavor to uh, do that for next episode. Like I will come up, I will genuinely try to work hard and come up with a concept in a rough starting spot. And then we can do cool. an episode that could serve as like a standalone, learn how to make a crawl. Oh, that'd be neat. Let's do that. Definitely. If that works out for your schedule yeah, and everything. It should. Uh, you can find all our episodes at iTunes, Spotify, or at www.stopbackandroll.com. We make this podcast the support of our Patreon backers. Backers like Larry Asmuth, Spiral Dice, who's John, uh, Derek Mitchell, Lieutenant, Magpie Mirror Test, Tavern Tales, Richard Critchlandry, Rich Howard, Anthony Thibot, and Riverhouse Games. If you'd like to help support this show and future shows, check us out at patreon.com slash stophackandroll. If you can't support us financially, support our community by becoming a part of it. Come tell us about the games you're working on or your pitch for a crawl uh, at our Discord at tinyurl.com slash shrdiscord or discord.stopbackandroll.com. So if you're sitting in a tavern, looking at the portal, watching a team that you don't care about run through the dungeon, trying to drink your warm beer, just remember that you can always stop, hack, and roll.